Before we start this episode, I want to say that you need to go get our merch. You need to go get our merch. You need to go get our merch. And maybe not wear it with your shirt tucked in like this. But either way, go get the merch, man. Go get the merch. Go get the merch. It's www.chopbyteapodcast.com. Again, it's www.chopbyteapodcast.com. Make sure you go get the merch. Go get the merch. Go get the merch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Roscoe, how are you today? Doing well, man. How are you? I am doing well. That's good. Doing That's well. Good. What brings you here? A lot, man. I got a lot on my mind. Hope, hoping I can be very transparent with you today. Absolutely. About a lot. About Okay, okay. So, let's just jump right into it. Okay. Lately... I've been having a hard time getting there. Um, it's in location. Oh no! Like, been having a hard time getting the juices flowing. Okay, juices as in liquid. Got you. No, 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 not liquid, not liquid. Like, getting the juices ready for like that special moment. Birthdays. No, no, no. Like, like. You know, the happy hour. Oh, alcohol. That's, <sighs> that's that's pretty prevalent in the no, black community. No. The moment with, with you and the lady. Still don't get it. I don't think I'm understanding. I cannot put this. It's just you and I here. No cameras. So. <laughs> The moment when you lay down with a lady okay. and you're trying to get there. Erection. Yes, erection. Got you. And this is because? I don't know. I don't know if I'm super stressed. I don't know if it's my job. I don't know if I want to try new things. Oh, just you know, things that people do when they do what they do. Okay. You, you understand? I think I may be catching what you're throwing. No. I want to ask my lover to do new things, but I don't know if she would be Okay. Or would she look at me like I'm less of a man? You know, I was looking at the situation with Isaiah Rashad. It's kind of liberating. Able to be himself in the bedroom without being judged. You understand? I think I understand. And I'm not saying that I'm sexually fluid in the way that he is. Okay. Juices, fluid. You're sounding pretty fluid, but go ahead. 
I'm sexually fluid with women, of course. You have to make that specific to me. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, he he's sexually fluid. I'm like, just here to help. You didn't have okay, to make okay, that specific okay. to me. I'm attracted to certain kinds of women. It's not superficial. It's it's more intellectual, or just the vibe of them. Sometimes I might like a woman with no ass. I might like a woman that's kind of big. Or I might like a skinny woman or a petite woman. I'm just attracted to what I'm attracted to. That's what I thought. It was very liberating. Let's stay on track here. <laughs> I thought we was, Doc. I thought we... <laughs> I'm just letting it out. So... Let's get to the root of why you feel the way you feel. That's a tough question. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear is being alone, I guess. Okay. We've discussed... um, a few times uh, off camera uh, about your biggest fear. So let's get into that, Roscoe. Your biggest fear involving family. I'm going to edit this out because it seems like you're forgetting what you're about to say. <laughs> your biggest fear. My biggest fear is not being there for my family. Talk to me. Okay, I'm going to break it down for you. I'm 30. I envision my life being a little bit different. I thought by now that I would be able to pay my parents' bills. You know, things of that nature. But I'm not. I'm not able. And it bothers me sometimes. And I think about it. In my 20s, I was always told I never really had my own thoughts of what I wanted to do. It was always like, you should do this. You should do that. Never what Roscoe wanted to do. So, but when I turned 30, if I felt free. It's like now I'm 30 and I'm shooting for what I want to shoot for. But at the same time, it's bittersweet. I'm not where I want to be, if you get what I'm saying. I do. Not where I want to be at all. And I think about how's my, how my dad is a pastor. And he just wants to preach and take care of his flock. But he has to work. They, they're they in their 50s coming up with a business. I can't even come help them take care of the business. It bothers me a lot. So your biggest fear is not being able to provide for your family yes. in all spectrums of life. Yes. How are you coping with that? I would say just coping with it by still trying to achieve that. Do you consider yourself a people pleaser? That's yeah. To, only to pe- the people I love. It's easy for me to like Say fuck a person I don't care about. So how do you deal with conflict? 
How do you deal with conflict with loved ones? It's tough, man. It's tough. How tough is it? Let's talk about it. <sighs> okay. Sometimes, all, all my life it seemed like when it comes to conflict with my loved ones, I had to be the bigger person. I never actually had the chance to be human. If a person was to do me wrong and I reacted in a way that was unjust or in a way that, you know, people didn't like, it would be a huge problem because I'm expected to turn the other cheek. I'm expected to to be the the bigger guy. The one I'm I'm the person that always made the right decisions. But sometimes in those moments I feel like a robot. I had a moment here recently with me and a loved one. Got into it. I I reacted in an emotional way. I spazzed out. Went completely in a different direction than I usually did. It didn't make other people happy. I felt so good. Great. I said some bad things. But I felt human for once. I wasn't appeasing to what another person wanted from me. I felt so free when it happened. Accountability. Because that's what's screaming out at me right now. Accountability. What does accountability look like to you? Accepting that the things in my life going on, some of the bad things that are going on in my life or, you know, where I'm at in life, period, is all on me. It's my fault. I have type 2 diabetes. I remember I remember sitting around thinking like I know people bigger than me. People that eat way worse than me. They don't have type 2 diabetes. They don't have high blood pressure. Why me? Why me? Why the fuck me? And the other side of me genetics. Get your ass in the gym. Work out. Eat different. You got type you got type two diabetes because it's your your fault. It's your fault. You did this to yourself. Eating cakes, not working out. Cakes are a killer. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking soda. Not just just being fucking lazy. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. That. It's it's fucked up, but yeah. You kind of fat shaming me right now. Body shaming me, but it's, it's okay. Take it. Accountability. Okay. So, Roscoe, in these moments when you start to self reflect, okay? Um, 
What is uh, a reaction of yours? Um, you've told me in a couple of our other sessions uh, that you tend to remove yourself from people. Is that still the case? Kind of hard nowadays, but yeah, I try to. Some days, I just be wanting to disappear. I be wanting to disappear for like weeks at a time sometimes, like at least two weeks to just deal with my thoughts and my thoughts only. I get tired of people calling me with their problems. I get tired of people fucking up my vibration. I can be having a good day. A loved one to call me with some sad shit. I don't want to hear that shit. I'm not calling you talking about bullshit. I'm not I'm not calling you and throwing my problems on you. It's not is is that fair to me? Am I bugging? I think that's not for me to decide. I think you're in complete control of your own life. So would I be wrong to distance from myself from those people for a while? Let's not do wrong or right here. It's a matter of you feel and feeling your feels if it's healthy for you that's what's best I think if I did that they wouldn't understand so I would just be coming back to problems so I'm like in a fucked up position so I just deal with it Bad things in the past that uh, keep you up at night. Um, I want you to expound on that. And I also want you to talk about what you learned from that thing. One of the most profound moments in my life. I actually got shot at. Okay. Over nothing. Basically, we were basically kids. We in our early twenties, but basically kids. Just having a good time. You know, in the black community we do this do this thing called roasting, checking. Things of that nature. Gotten in a couple checks myself in yep. my day. So you know what I'm saying. So we was all hanging out. Some guys came in. Some guys that I knew. I know we went to high school together. I'm thinking we're cool. A friend of mine's, he's very heavy set. Fat. Fat. There you go again, but okay. Then you and them got in common, huh? <sighs> <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. But anyway. They decided to check him. Check, roast. But he was good at checking. He was way better at it. And it pissed him off. Everybody's out there laughing. I decided to laugh. It became a problem. 
So the guy did a motion like he was like, I got something for your ass. When he seen me laugh, he pointed at me. He did this motion right here. I got something for your ass. And I'm still not understanding. So we're getting ready to leave. And I see him. He said the same thing again. He walks to his car. So I'm like, I know he's not about to go get his gun. So I followed him to his car. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a smart decision, but I did it. Followed him to his car. He, he reached for his gun. Get into a fight because I didn't want him to grab it. I beat him up. I'm thinking it's over. I'm talking shit. Turn around. Probably about three feet away, three feet away from me. Pointing the gun at me. In that moment, my life flashed. I thought it was over. Thought it was over. Pointed the gun at me. Pulled the trigger. But it didn't go off. This was a six-shooter revolver. We all know they don't supposed to jam. So he looked at the gun. He's like, what the fuck going on? What the fuck? Guess he fixed it and he shot it at the ground. Bow! Raised it up at me again. My homeboy grabbed him, though. As he grabbed him, the gun started going off. So just imagine, just thinking, one of those bullets finna hit you. That moment showed me that I shouldn't operate off ego. I followed him to his car because I was trying to be tough. I'm no longer a tough guy. But that night, that day rather, still dream about it sometimes sometimes it's anger sometimes I want to sometimes I wish I could have did something to him about that that would be wrong sometimes I feel forgiveness maybe that brother was just having a bad day but that day often bothered me in my sleep What did you learn from this? Try to talk things out with people. Get to the bottom of the issue. Everything doesn't have to be handled with violence. There was another black man about to try to kill another black man. We don't need that. We could have just talked it out. I don't I don't try to stay away from confrontation now. It's not my thing. Especially when it's not about nothing. Gotta learn to let things go. In these moments did you find out who you really are? 
I'm still on that journey, man. Some days I feel like I know who I am on a surface level. I know that I can be a bit emotional sometimes. I know I know I can be lazy sometimes. I know sexually <laughs> I'm super heterosexual. I know who I am sexually. I never said gay. I just said lazy sexually. Where is your mind? Oh. Yeah. I feel like it's crazy. What the fuck are you writing down? Things. Anyway. Penises. I can't believe I paid for this shit. Is this who the fuck you think you are? Eddie Murphy or somebody? Dicks. But anyway. Dicks. <laughs> I was trying to tell you about my journey of finding myself and getting to know who I am. It's kind of hard because I don't even know who my granddad is on my mother's side. Never met him. I don't know nothing about history of my family, the history of who I am. Oh, looks like we're out of time. Sorry. <laughs> what type of therapy <laughs> session was this? I don't care about your grandfather, I'll be honest. <laughs> we had a lot of laughs today. We talked, we played, talked a little shit here and there. But mental health is a real thing. You know, a lot of those stories that Roscoe told you today were actually all of those stories and everything he said was real. And I want to advise you and tell you, don't be afraid to talk about your issues with someone. You shouldn't have to dedicate a whole month towards mental wellness. Go out and speak to someone. Listen, thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. This is the Chabati podcast. We'll get real raw. Authentic Conversations. Until next time.